if you don't stop, life is gonna stop you. It always does. Life has a way of humbling us. And I think that we need those experiences because otherwise we're just floating out there, you know? I don't know if you're gonna see this voice my but I thought I was happy. Are, are you happy? I'm not happy at all. The question is, are you happy? Yes. Are you happy? I'm the happiest I've ever been happy? right now. P.S. Be the person who you'd want to meet because somebody needs you. Welcome to Are You Happy? The Happy Hour. And welcome back, everyone, to Are You Happy? Podcast in Are You Happy? Mixer. This is the first time that we've ever joined the Are You Happy? Mixer party and had an open conversation with our guests that are attending the Mixer. So today we have Steven Ike here joining us, who's a friend of a content creator that works with Happy Productions. So this is insane. So many levels, so many things to chat about. Steven, we're so happy that you're here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So I want to learn more about you. How did you find us initially? I actually found you guys through a friend of mine who does interviews for you guys. Really? Yeah. Her name's Stephanie. She lives in, well, she was in Kentucky and now she just moved to Sarasota. So yeah, she's been having a lot of fun with it. And she shared like some of her videos and then she shared your guys' Instagram with me. And I thought it was really interesting and it seemed really fun and like a cool way to interact with people. And yeah, it just sounded exciting. And she really loves it. She gets a lot of joy out of doing it. So she's like, you should try it too. And I was like, well, why not? <laughs> for sure. Yeah, she's lovely. And, and this is Stephanie Lau you're talking about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. How did you, did you meet her like? I met her like about 10 years ago in Los Angeles. We were both doing background work on a Nickelodeon show. What? Like those people that like walk back and forth in the background. And we were like the two people on set that just kind of like, we were just kind of like butterflies. Like we would just walk around set and like ask people random questions. And it was kind of like an experiment for us to just like kind of like see how people would react, but also like fit into our personalities because we're both very much like we try to shake people up a little bit. So I think we connected through like that bonding. And then like we also like would raid the crafty station because it's notorious on like film sets to have like all this snack food. And so like we kept noticing that we would always like meet back up at the snack table and like be getting like little little things to nibble on. And then we just started hanging out in L.A. And then we've remained friends throughout. Like we've gone to different cities. Like I went to visit her in New York. She lived in New York for a while. I went to visit her in Hawaii. She's come and stayed with me and my family here in Chicago. I'm back in Chicago now. So we've kind of both just like drifted in and out. But we like always come together. and We have this fun little friendship. That is so interesting. And it's so hard to stay in touch with people, too. But we've like managed to. Well, I guess with social media and stuff, you guys probably like message all the time. Yeah. Share memes. Funny <laughs> little. <laughs> you know. That's awesome. Yes. That's hilarious. It sounds like you guys have like a really awesome friend dynamic. I would have never thought that she did film work because she's never mentioned it. Yeah. She's very multifaceted. She has a lot of different interests going on. Yeah. She's very into the healing stuff right now. She's very good at like listening to people and trying to help. She's very helpful. She likes to try to like, if I'm ever like stuck in a situation, she's always like here with like 10 possibilities of like, you could try this, you could try this, you could try this. So it's been really nice. Personal guru. Yeah, exactly. That's what she is. Yeah, I'm sure she's so happy to hear that. <laughs> wow, that is that's so cool. So I'm curious when you say shake things up, like what does that mean in terms of like how, how you guys shook things up with people? 
I think, you know, we would just ask people random questions. Like, it would just be like a weird question. Like, if you could, like, live anywhere but Earth. Just questions that would just, like, be completely random, out of the ordinary. Like, do you like avocados? Or just, like, just like anything that, like, had nothing, no context to it. It would just, like, be, like, a random, just go up to someone and just be like. And then we also had, like, our own language. Like, we would, it was a strange time. We were just having a lot of fun on set. And. Can you teach me a word from this language? Like, I'm really curious. Our main word is Gurch. Like, that's what we call each other instead of like, like, we just refer to each other as Gurch. And there's no like gender specific. It's just a neutral term that we just refer to each other as Gurch. I forgot even what it means. I think it it was like a combination of two words. It was like girl and Mm-hmm. But yeah, we still to this day refer to each other as Gurch. That's so funny. So we have two separate areas. There's Are You Happy, which is purely volunteer based. It's people going around asking strangers about happiness. Very aligned with what you're saying in terms of like asking people questions that they you know don't normally get asked. And happiness being such a, you know, it seems like you would ask everyone that, but we don't. And then the responses that we get from it, I'm sure you've experienced yourself that when you ask those questions, whatever they might be, you might have been surprised half the time at what the response was. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's always kind of jarring when someone comes back at you with something even weirder. Mm. And then you're just like, you're like, oh, OK, that's that's really interesting. Like what you've opened up in someone, you know, asking a sort of off question. It's really interesting how it opens people in a, in a new way. Because we're used to asking people, like, how are you? But that's such, like, so vague. It's not a specific emotion or something like that or state of mind. And then, like, half the time you get the actual response and other times it's filler, right? It's like, oh, I'm okay. And we don't really think about it. We just say it and move on. But I think asking people, you know, are you happy gives them a moment to really reflect on it. And then it's funny because you yourself are learning about them. And sometimes through their stories, you learn a little bit about yourself. And then on top of that, at the end of the questions, my favorite one, which is what is your message to the world? Or, you know, if you could share a message with the world, what would that be? I find that people stop to kind of do like this overview mentally of their life and you see it in their face. It's like this, this like scrunch that happens, you know, like uh, along the forehead and you just, you see them go, hmm. And it always happens. It's a, it's a very interesting phenomena, but it's almost as if like you see them live their life like right there, you know? Yeah. Their life sort of flashes before their eyes type of thing. And then some responses might be something you've heard before, but then you do have the ones that are like incredibly insightful, or it might be something that you would have never imagined that person would say. So you get a huge variety of responses and then and then you yourself grow you grow with every person that you meet you know you might come home at the end of the day and tell your family i met a ballerina i met a guy that works in finance i met a ceo you know you meet so many random people yeah and it's it's so cool we love that you're here and and we hope that you have a lot of fun with it so you are currently in los angeles is that right no, I'm currently in Chicago. Yeah, I just moved here. I just moved here like two weeks ago. A sudden change. How are you liking it so far? Oh, I love it. I mean, I love this is where I'm from. This is where my family is and everything like that. Los Angeles, I was just I was out there pursuing acting for the past 10 years. And I've just recently decided to come back home and go to school. So but yeah, it's been a different. I'm glad that I came during the summer because the winters here are so harsh and I'm so spoiled by L.A. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, 
a rude uh, transition later on. Yeah. Wishing for that California sun. Well, I don't know. They have beaches too. What was the the path around like coming back and going to school versus being in the acting realm? Well, so it's something I've been thinking about for a while. I actually left LA back in 2019 to come home again to go to school, but then the pandemic happened. Then I also got really sick. I ended up getting cancer. And so I went through that whole experience and then came out of it and realized that I wasn't quite done with the acting. So I moved back to Los Angeles. And the industry right now is just in a very tough place with negotiations and the producers not giving actors and writers and directors like a livable wage. And that whole industry is just like up in the air right now. And I'm like, my life has already been so up in the air for so long that I like I needed something to ground me and I feel like I need a structure and I feel like it was either like military or school and definitely could never see myself in the military and so I I decided to just pick up where I left off back in 2020 so that's where I am like I plan to continue with it I just I feel like I needed a structure and like a secure job that would allow me to also pursue acting still on the side so it's more like the tactical decision versus changing everything thing completely like you're just like closing that door yeah i'm kind of taking a step back and like rebuilding my foundation there was a couple cracks in my foundation so i'm just repairing everything and then feeling like i'll step back into it once i have that more sense of feeling of security you know yeah it's not a bad thing to do to step back and and evaluate and kind of make a plan that's actually very smart you know that author that says like you can never go home again but you totally can yeah (laughs) for some people it being the best thing ever you know yeah it's been really nice to be home too because i i mean my entire family is here so i'm always surrounded by like love and sometimes chaos because my family's a lot but it's nice to be able to come home like i always have a place to come back to if i needed it that knowing that is always like a sense of safety for me so cool. Yeah, that is really great that you have a good support system. And you're right. Like, I mean, what family isn't, you know, with their chaos, you know, it's part of the fun. Yeah. I also realized that some people just don't have that too. You know, some people really can't go anywhere else. And I'm, I just try to be grateful knowing that I do have that option. Yeah, for sure. Would you say like, if you were to come across someone that didn't have that family, would you, I guess, kind of be like more of like a friend to them and be like a friend family to kind of like help them through that time? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like I have a sense of I've always been able, I always like sort of gravitated towards the people who were like a little lonelier, I've always sort of like saw something in someone and like always tried to like incorporate them into like my group or my crew or like because I mean, in high school, I was the kid sometimes who sat alone and ate lunch alone or like I would be surrounded by people, but I was like so terrified to like engage with people. And so going through that, like I feel like if I see that in someone else, I try to like notice them and try to like just let them know that they're seen. I love making people feel welcome because I'm so sensitive to people who don't feel that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of like a deep, I feel like this is like a therapy session. Hey, (laughs) always. It's kind of a, it's a great time to be able to do that, you know, to really reflect. And it's funny how you kind of explore different things with people and especially people you don't know. Mm -hmm. It's like the possibilities are endless. And I love talking to people about various things. I've been with Are You Happy for some time. So it's like second nature to just ask questions and kind of learn about someone's story. I think like what you said about recognizing people that that may not feel seen and it kind of resonating with personal experience, but then not wanting them to feel like an ounce of what you felt. I can I can understand that. 
Definitely. Yeah. And it means you have a big heart. So that's amazing. Oh, too big sometimes. I can't, I mean, all of you, I mean, being sick and then coming back from that, that I can't even imagine what that's like. It was honestly, I'm not even joking, the happiest time of my life, probably. Like that sounds strange to hear, but it really, it really got me out of like myself. Like it really like allowed me to, to really just slow down because I'm such a like go, 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 go. And I always have been that way that I've never taken the time to truly just like sit in my bed all day long and like there's so many things I discovered like that I could just be all right like and not needing to prove myself and not like that it was okay to sit in bed and like either just fantasize about like the world like dream like I was able to just like to be still and realize that I was safe just being still like I didn't need to run to the next thing I didn't need to prove myself I didn't need to accomplish anything my job was just to rest and to heal myself and that like really changed my perspective of what what it means to take care of yourself, you know? And so like, I really feel like I found that sense of home in myself because I was always like looking for something and needing something outside of myself and it allowed me to rely on myself. Yeah, it was just a very reflective time, like a very inward time. And I really needed that. And it really like allowed me to find strength in myself. And so having that experience really just let me know that I was capable of really taking care of myself. A lot of us don't stop. Yeah. And if you don't stop, if you don't stop, life is going to stop you. It always does. You know, it humbles you like life has a way of humbling us. And I think that we need those experiences because otherwise we're just floating out there you know yeah i never thought about that about life stopping you but yeah yeah i'm about to go on a break in july and i'm really excited about it but then i panicked and i was like wait a minute how do i do if there's nothing to do like i've never been in that position in years so just stop just stop like have a day where you just like don't go outside or like don't leave your room or like there's so many things to discover like honestly like if you're trapped i think we all discovered that during the pandemic too it was like there was no distractions so what are you going to do without distractions you're going to realize that like your brain is so capable of so much more than like the outside world. Like it's all in here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. At first I was thinking like, okay, well, how do I fill all the days? Because it's, it's a considerable amount of time. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? Or am I, am I not doing enough? Like yeah, all the stuff that you normally would think and over plan or, or think that you're under planning, it's all of that. So I feel maybe I just have to just let it go and just, you know, yeah. see. But yeah, being still is very powerful. And thank you for sharing that. Thank I think people will benefit from hearing that. I hope so. I think, you know, we all probably forgot now what we learned during the pandemic. We're all just like, we're all back in go mode. So I think we always need a reminder that that's something that we learned long ago. We just need to remember. Are there some other like key reflective moments from during the pandemic that you learned that you can recall? Let's see. I think the main thing is just to slow, just to be slower with life and to spend, like, keep things simple. We always want more and more and more and, like, try to achieve and achieve and achieve. But, like, we're happiest when we're, like, things are simple. We're not juggling a hundred things at once, you know? Mm-hmm. When life is simple and you just have like the basics met, like if you have your food, your shelter, friends, family, like loved ones around, like that's just realizing that that it's enough to have those things. It's okay to want more, but like realizing that like that's enough. And then if you get more, then that's great too. But just like, I think, okay, so to simplify, I can talk forever, forever, but just to be grateful for what you have. Yeah. I think that's the main, just to be grateful for like all that there is. I think that's it. I think you painted a very 
very excellent portrait of it. Even regardless of simplifying it, you were on this great trajectory. So no, don't don't ever apologize for over talking. I think that's a great thing. I think, you know, people need to practice that active listening skill, you know, more because if we didn't just listen for the bullet points and we listen to everything around it, we'd learn that's actually something that we do with Are You Happy When We're Out There Interviewing People. We'll ask them you know, if they're happy and then we'll ask them, you know, what are the sources of their joy or why? Why are you happy? And maybe stop some things. And then we'll ask them, you know, more follow up questions into like the reasons why those particular things stand out. And then we'll listen to, you know, someone tell a story about their grandma and how they gave them this keepsake. And then we might ask them, you know, tell us more about that relationship and how your grandma made you feel. Did she teach you a life lesson that just, you know, follows you to this day? So there's a lot of richness in those details and, and listening helps with that. So, yeah, I, I'm so excited for you to come on this journey with us. And I think Me- We'll have so much fun. I was honestly kind of like nervous to come on here because I didn't know what to expect. And I didn't even know if like I had anything to say. But like that just shows like your like amazingness that like you were able to bring out this thing in the interview. So thanks. But you know, it's very easy to, to surprise ourselves if we let it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just showing up. (laughs) Yeah, I remember when I first came to Are You Happy? And I I love telling this story. I was scrolling on social media at like three in the morning and I saw the content. And of course, it captures you right away. Oh, whoa, they're asking this person about happiness. I want to see more of this. Just like the rawness and, and the realness of the responses and then how they cut that together. It was just really moving, right? Like watching these little mini movies. And then at the end of all the videos, it always says, you know, join our community, join our team of interviewers. And similar to you, like film is in my background and, and video, anything media, I just am immediately drawn to. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I could do that. And three in the morning, I'm like, I could do that. Something told me like, okay, my thing was like, I enjoy doing different things. And like similar to you and Stephanie, like I love, you know, saying random things and and having those random conversations. I thought, you know, this could either be like the best cocktail party story, you know, based on the experience here. Yeah. Or it could turn into something that's totally life changing. Yeah, I love that. I live for those experiences sometimes, too, where you're just like, I don't know what's going to happen, but this could be a good story. So, like, let's do it. <laughs> it's like, if anything, that's something that should be like recommended to other people is like live for those experiences where you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you find out so much about yourself and you just really live because you have no control. I mean, be safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people getting, you know, hitchhike in random. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think having those experiences are, you know, important, integral. Being still and being still and allowing yourself to be still, that's so precious. Mm-hmm. It really is. And it's so hard for most people to do. Yeah, it really is. A lot of us like 10,000 things a day or maybe we're just really anxious. I think funny that there's like a billion different apps out there on how to meditate or how to plan or how, you know, you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There there are. And then you get the reminders like it's time to meditate and you're like, but I'm busy. <laughs> it's interesting that we need that, you know, like how come we can't figure that out for ourselves? And Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's another layer on top of that. Liz. Why do we need to pay for like. Yes. Yeah. To calm down. And I think that that's I think they do it like free for a year or something. And it's like, well, oh. maybe if you master it in the year, then you're good. So do you have any questions about like, are you happy or anything? Like you could literally ask me anything about anything we do. OK, yeah. I mean, I guess I wonder, is there like so 
Are there hours? Are there like a certain quota that you do every day or weekly? For Are You Happy, it's it's volunteer. So you can go out whenever you want. You can you know interview whoever you want. Mm-hmm. We typically will tell people that the best times to film interviews are like in the daytime or in that like twilight hour because you have such good lighting. I find that when I go out, I will kind of like, you know, just be in the moment. And then if I see someone that's just like, man, I really want to talk to that person. Like 10 times out of 10, it ends up being the best conversation. That's great. That sounds so exciting. Yeah. So it really is just like based on how you're feeling and, you know, who you choose to interview. Do you ever get nervous going up to someone? Yeah. If I haven't been doing it for a while, we take a long break, then I'll have like a little bit of anxiety. It's totally normal because I mean, yeah, you're going up to the stranger, right? Yeah. But a way to kind of like help get used to it is a to just do the interviews and just jump in and get your feet wet, get familiar with the experience versus wondering what it'll be like. But then another thing is that you can just practice saying hello to various people for like five minutes and just having those very minute stranger interactions and saying, hey, nice hat. Hey, how's it going? Hey, nice shoot. You know, you could you could just kind of like mingle and, and just say hi to people for a few minutes and that'll kind of like help calm your nerves. I love that. Are most people receptive to the interview or like reject their- it varies per person i think that if you make them feel comfortable you know like if you have like a, a very like kind of like inviting demeanor and you're just you know very calm and not like shoving a camera in their face like right away yeah to you know be more like receptive toward like oh hi this person you know wants to talk to me but i would you do get no's so it's it, there are times where people are like maybe they're on their way somewhere they're in a hurry or they just you know don't don't want to do a video interview mm-hmm. and so it does happen but we just tell people that you know if it happens just you know, thank them politely and say, have a great day and then just move on and ask someone else. But you want to ask someone else like as soon as possible. So that way you don't let it kind of start making you nervous. So yeah, you just, you just keep moving on. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's very fun. So for yourself, we have to ask, of course, are you happy? (laughs) I knew that was coming. Yes. I feel like I'm content in a place and I'm, I'm working every day more towards happiness. I feel like I'm more in a place of gratitude right now. There's a lot of changes in my life right now. And I'm grateful to have like a lot of support systems that are helping hold me up. And like, you know, even when I'm uncertain, sometimes people are there to like sort of hold my hand and like, you know, walk with me. So I'm really grateful to have like a lot of people surrounding me. Yeah. Who are some of these like key support people and what makes them stand out for you when you think of your support systems? I would say definitely my mom. She's no questions asked. Like whenever there's anything I need, if I, you know, just need to talk, if I need her to like come across country to drive back home with me. She's done that like a couple times now, just like at the drop of a hat, she'd just be like the same day. She'd be like, okay, I'm getting on the plane and I'm coming to help you. And definitely Stephanie is been very supportive always she's just a natural like coach she can see what someone needs and she is there with like 10 options of like you could do this you could do this you could do this her capacity to like keep giving is endless and then also one of my best friends taylor she's always just so supportive like i could tell her anything and there's never any judgment she's just on board i could tell her like i'm building my own rocket ship and sending myself to the moon and she wouldn't even be like but do you know how to build a rocket? She'd just be like, yeah, it's like build a rocket and go to the moon. Like just so loving and so like so loving and giving. And I have a lot of loving, nurturing and giving women in my life. And I'm so grateful to have that energy around me all the time. Yeah. So those are like the three main supports I have. 
And having that nurturing power around you, how does that make life different than what it was before? I think it makes it different because it allows like a gentleness in your life. And I think we all need like that gentle side, like an understanding. It's not like this forceful energy. It's more of just like a, I'm here to hold you until you figure it out. And there's no pushing. There's no like judgment. It allows an openness and you to like discover what you need for yourself. Just having someone to hold that space. It allows you to grow. I feel like, you know, definitely. That's so valuable and awesome that you have like more than one person. Mm -hmm. You have literally have a village. I do. Yes. I am curious if you could share a message with the world. What would that message be? I think the message would be the message that I always give myself is to trust yourself and to know that like life is always working for you, not against you. And when it seems like things are like, you know, going the opposite of what you want them, just like reflect because every time I've always felt that way, like I've realized that like it was setting me up to be in a better position and setting me up for something better in my life, even though at the time it always felt like, why is this happening? But then in hindsight, it always and without doubt, like there's never been anything in my life, even cancer, like to this day, like looking back on it, it always worked out for the better. And mm -hmm. just trusting, I think that's my main advice to myself and to the world is to just trust that like whatever's happening is meant to be happening and things will be good again. And if they're not good now, they'll be good soon. So just like hold on to that thought and it helps you get through. That is an excellent message. I love it. Thank you for sharing that and everything. Thank you for having me. For sure. Are You Happy Hour and Are You Happy Hotline are brought to you by Are You Happy Podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media such as Instagram and subscribe via your favorite podcast platform. Are You Happy, the docuseries can also be found on social media such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. See you guys next time for another wonderful episode of Are You Happy, the Happy Hour.